Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. However, I am unqualified for my job as I am an enthusiastic amateur. Today we are going to be talking about Chapter 6 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. In this chapter, there is lots of socialising. Charlotte thinks Jane should try to get Bingley, and Darcy begins to fall for Elizabeth. Marriage and courtship is one of the themes of this chapter. We have quite a lengthy lecture, I suppose you could call it, by Charlotte Lucas about this. If a woman conceals her affection, she may lose the opportunity of fixing him. When she is secure of him, there will be leisure for falling in love. Happiness in marriage is entirely a matter of chance. It is better to know as little as possible of the defects of the person with whom you are to pass your life. Charlotte is recommending that Jane throw herself at Mr Bingley so that he knows that she's interested, so he will then be interested in her. There is so much of gratitude or vanity in almost every attachment that it is not safe to leave any to itself. There's some interesting foreshadowing here. Elizabeth says to Charlotte, you would never act in this way yourself. But we know that Charlotte is going to when it comes to Mr. Collins because she's 27 and unmarried. There is also foreshadowing about Elizabeth's love for Darcy that comes much later. That word gratitude turns back up when Elizabeth makes her realisation that she is falling in love with Mr. Darcy. I think this is the first chapter where we really get to see Elizabeth as the heroine of the piece, not only because Mr. Darcy is falling for her, but we get to know more of her thoughts, and she's the one person that we keep hearing her thoughts. We've had her conversations with Jane, and now we're hearing her private conversations with Charlotte. One of the other themes here is around societal roles. We've discussed before how visiting was had a lot of roles around it. The ladies of Longbourn soon waited on those of Neverfield and the visit was returned in due form. And it's interesting the way that Mrs Hurst and Miss Bingley react to the Bennets. Though the mother was found to be intolerable, the younger sisters not worth speaking to, a wish of being better acquainted with them was expressed towards the two eldest. So somehow... Within that, let's all be polite, um, they managed to set across quite clearly what their thoughts were. Although, here, it's possible we're hearing the Miss Bingley's thoughts, and that's not clear to everyone there except Elizabeth, who saw superciliousness in their treatment of everybody. And she could not value them, though their kindness to Jane had a value in arising in all probability from the influence of their brother's admiration. So she thinks that... The sisters are being nice because they know their brother likes Jane, which they have said they will do, but they're still being quite nasty to the rest of the family, or maybe surface polite. Societal rules about dancing come up again as they do around exhibiting. Mary, being the only plain one in the family, worked hard for knowledge and accomplishments and was always impatient for display. Poor Mary, she doesn't get treated very nicely by her family or in the book, to be fair. She just 
she wants to fit in, I think, and being not as pretty, not as accomplished as her other sisters, she wants to have her own thing. Whereas Elizabeth, easy and unaffected, have been listened to with much more pleasure, though not playing half so well as Mary. There are rules around dancing, the gentleman must ask, and the woman only has the opportunity to decline, but it does mean that if you decline, you can't dance with anybody else. So Elizabeth here quite clearly saying she's not interested in dancing with Mr Darcy after he eventually does ask and is quite interested in dancing with her, being she can't dance with anyone else. And my favourite quote from this passage is, Mr Darcy is all politeness, said Elizabeth, smiling. I can imagine her saying that with gritted teeth. Mr Darcy is all politeness. Like she really wants to slap him, but she can't. The chapter ends with Mr Darcy admitting to Miss Bingley that he is attracted to Elizabeth. I have been meditating on the very great pleasure which a pair of fine eyes in the face of a pretty woman can bestow. And Miss Bingley replies, I am all astonishment. How long has she been such a favourite? And pray, when am I to wish you joy? And continues to tease him about this relationship. He listened to her with perfect indifference while she chose to entertain herself in this manner. And as his composure convinced her that all was safe, i.e. that Elizabeth wasn't really serious competition for her, her wit flowed long. Poor Miss Bingley. She really hurts herself, doesn't she? She's been trying to marry Mr Darcy this whole time. Partly probably because he is her brother's friend. Partly because he is landed gentry and she is not. Partly because he has a really good fortune. And presumably having a very large fortune in an estate makes him quite attractive. We don't know much about his physical appearance. He has been referred to as fine. He is referred to by his fine, tall person, handsome features, noble mien, and the report which is in general circulation within five minutes after his entrance of his having 10000 a year. So his money is quite as important as his physical appearance. But it sounds like he's probably quite good looking. Jane Austen tends to leave physical descriptions quite broad, so you can picture characters how you would picture them yourself. This is another longer chapter of just over six pages in my copy of the novel. And that is my summary of chapter six of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Thank you for listening. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and I wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me. But if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo. uh, Some Jane Austen merch. And some Pride and Prejudice Heavily Pride focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!